Do you ever feel like you're on this never-ending financial hamster wheel, working hard all month just to end up again broke by the next paycheck? You're not alone. Over 60% of Americans today live paycheck to paycheck. Constantly struggling to make ends meet can be demoralizing. The stress affects your health, relationships, and quality of life. You know you should save and build security, but it just seems impossible. In this episode, I'm going to share how you can go from waiting anxiously for payday to finally achieving some financial breathing room. We'll talk about the root causes of paycheck-to-paycheck living and must-know strategies to get you out of this vicious cycle. You'll learn simple saving and budgeting tactics to retain more of your hard-earned money, and I'll discuss some smart ways to supplement your income and make progress on financial goals. Join me today as we map out a clear action plan for you to escape this frustrating paycheck-to-paycheck lifestyle. Every small step in spending saving, and earning can add up to huge, huge changes. You deserve to feel financially empowered and not constantly stressed. Let's talk about real solutions to start living and saving beyond just the next paycheck. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Financial Mirror, Financial Mirror, where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control, ourselves. Welcome to the Financial Mirror, and thanks for joining me today as we continue to work to improve the one thing that we can control ourselves. Here at the Financial Mirror, it's not about the money, it's not about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but more about transforming and educating you on money so that you can make smarter financial decisions. If this is the first time you are joining in, Don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Leave that five-star review and a written comment as both of those go a long way in helping bring this information to more listeners. So I'm just stumbling already, but what I was going to say is, Earlier on in the year, uh, we talked a lot about all these half marathons I was running. I didn't get a picture for the for the one this time around, but uh, yesterday completed the sixth half marathon of the year. Wrap that's that's it. It's a wrap. Done running half marathons this year. But uh, I told you I was going to keep in the loop. My goal was five. I ended up doing six just because uh, the sixth one came out. I was like, man, that looks like a lot of fun. Uh, many people tell me I'm crazy because running is not supposed to be fun, but it really is. Like it really is. You get into it, and it's uh, it's it's quite quite a challenge. So ended up doing six this year, um, but I, I I kept everyone in the loop. I kept everyone. I normally had some pictures to to show from the finishes, but uh, this one was a much much smaller race, so there was not a lot of uh, pictures taken. We'll say that. So. Uh, that's it for me, and I'll I'll spin you up next year. I don't know how many I'll do next year, but but we will see. Uh, so today we're talking about paycheck to paycheck living. It's a uh, it's definitely a tough conversation because a lot of people fall into this cycle. So I kind of want to start off with a story, right? I want to start off with a story just to get some ideas around like how this looks, because in all reality, there's a chance that this story resonates with you. So I want to talk about 
this girl and, and we're going to name her Jenny, right? And Jenny is looking at this eviction notice, right? She just got from her landlord saying she's about to be evicted and she has this feeling. She knew her bank account was already overdrawn. All of her credit cards are maxed out. And here she is holding this eviction notice. Maybe Jenny has kids. Maybe Jenny has has a spouse that also may be having some financial trouble. Whatever the case is, here's a problem. We have an eviction notice with no money. We're getting kicked out of our home and we have no money. She sold all of her valuables already. She's borrowed money from friends and family uh, for previous month's rent. And now she just doesn't have enough, right? She potentially starts sobbing. She may feel like as if she just doesn't know where she's going to live next. And then she gets an email from the electrical company saying, hey, your service is about to be suspended and you owe us this bill uh, and we've bumped it up an extra $100 for a late fee, right? Due to late payment, here's an extra $100 on top of your bill that you already couldn't afford, right? You already couldn't pay us and now here's here's a hundred more dollars you now owe us, right? This probably is demoralizing, right? She probably feels like, just paralyzed by this financial stress, getting kicked out of her home, getting another bill in the mail that she's now laid on, barely making it by. And at this point, feeling as there is no way out. This is the way that Jenny is living, right? And this is tough. This is tough. But the thing is, is that there, this, this cycle, this lifestyle, this, this, this way of living, this paycheck to paycheck living is something that we see in over 61% of Americans out there. They are living paycheck to paycheck. And this story probably touches a point with many of you because statistically over half of the people that listen to this it potentially is living paycheck to paycheck. But the thing about it is that this is a cycle that can be broken. It can be broken. It takes very deliberate actions. It takes very deliberate tracking. But there are things you can do to get out of this vicious cycle. Okay. And I'm going to go over that today. So I'm going to start off and, and I broke this episode out into kind of kind of two different parts. I kind of I wanted to first talk about why people live paycheck to paycheck. Like what are those root causes? And then I want to talk about very quickly, five simple steps that you can take to go from paycheck to paycheck living to having some type of finance to lessen the financial stress in your life, right? Like we want to get to that point. So if you'll follow along, if you'll listen in, I do want to first talk about why people live paycheck to paycheck because it is very crucial to understand. Because when we start to go over the five easy ways to not fall into this this trap. It's good to know what you know. What are the reasons that people normally do? So let's jump into to that piece and first talk about why people live paycheck to paycheck. The first thing that people do is that you we have, or the first thing we have to look at is that there are a lot of times stagnant wages and rising cost of living. Inflation right now is sitting at over four percent. That number is highly controversial. Some will say that it's way higher. Some will say that it's a little over inflated for lack of a better term. Um, But this is making it challenging for many Americans to keep up with because the cost of their or the cost of living is rising 
and the and their wages are kind of staying stagnant, kind of kind of you know flatlined but going up slightly. Because think about this: most Americans' wages increase between one and three percent. Most jobs out there are paying people, you know, here's your annual 3% raise. Here's your annual 2% raise. Here's your annual 1% raise. Like whatever that raise percent is, that is what a lot of people rely on to increase their wages. Well, if inflation is rising at 4%, if cost of living is rising, you know, at 4% or greater, right, depending on where you look at, and my wages are only going up 1% to 3%, you see the delta, right? You see the gap. You see the problem. Your, the, your wages are not keeping up with inflation. This theoretically will lead you directly to living paycheck to paycheck with no action. If you continue to take a 3% pay raise and you continue to see inflation rise at 4% or greater, and over the past few years, Inflation has been as high as like 9%, just over 9%. I think it was like 9.2 was like the, the highest I think it hit. Um, and it's, it's, drat, you know, it's, it's come down a lot since then. You know, if you're looking at um, the, the, the U.S. government statistics that are out there, but it's still it's fairly high. Still fairly high. Normally, we would see a 2%-ish inflation, maybe even like in the one point somethings, maybe two point something, and then people are getting a 3% raise or a 2% raise, and it's right, in, right on track. Like you're keeping up with inflation, not seeing that right now. So that's a huge problem, huge problem, and one of the major reasons people right now are living paycheck to paycheck, even if they weren't before. Another thing is that we are seeing more and more overspending and poor budgeting habits. Now, overspending is simple. It's where you spend more than you earn, right? You have you have way too much in expense for the amount of money you earn. And that problem directly ties to budgeting habits. Because think about it. If you don't know how much money you're spending on certain things, you really don't have a quantifiable number that you can change or go after to lessen it, right? If I ask you how much you spend on eating out every month and you don't know, but you say I'm going to this month I'm going to eat out $400, but you don't you don't know if that's less or more than what you were already doing, right? It's it's arbitrary at that point. You we have to we have to track how much we spend, which comes with budgeting, to understand that we are either overspending or underspending, right? But most people don't know how much they're spending. They don't know, like, in in some people, if I'm totally honest, some people don't know how much they earn, right? Like, I'll have clients come and they'll say, I don't, I'm not exactly sure how much money I earn every month. Like, I have an idea, I guess, but they don't even track how much money they earn. They're so laser focused on living paycheck to paycheck that they're not even tracking earn, much less how much they're spending. Huge problem, huge problem. So, that's kind of that that other piece. We've got to understand how much we're earning and spending so that we don't overspend. We don't want to overspend. We want to track and monitor how much we're spending in each category so that we can budget and and send money to certain areas and not live outside of our means. Okay? So that's the second reason. Third reason, high fixed cost This is like your rent, your car payments, your student loans. All of those things are fixed costs. Debt and high fixed costs make many people live paycheck to paycheck. I saw it a lot during COVID. 
I saw it a lot. You had all of these, you had, you had people sort of flatlining on expenses, right? And in our income, right? they were either losing their job or something was going wrong. Something, a lot of things were changing yet they were struggling. Why is that? Because you can only cut down to your fixed cost. Like eating out, I can cut that out of my budget. I can just buy like, you know, ramen noodles and live, you know, not very healthily, but I could do it. I can cut how much I drive my vehicle in the month. So I cut down on my gas cost. I can cut utilities and or, or like like optional utilities like like internet. I could cut or that's becoming less optional nowadays, but I could drop my cell phone bill down to bare minimums. I could drop my internet speed down to bare minimums. I could do all these things. I can cut. I can cut subscriptions like Netflix and Hulu and YouTube TV and all these things. I can cut those things. Those are all variable costs. What I can't cut is how much I have to pay to debt, how much I have to pay to rent, how much I have to pay for my car payment that I signed a loan for, how much I have to pay for my student loans, how much I have to pay for all these other fixed costs. Like I signed something there. I have a legal obligation to pay this. Those are fixed costs. And people are driving up how much they have in fixed costs, leaving less wiggle room to, to make changes, right? I can only, like, I can only, even when a client comes to me and says, Hey, here's my, here's the layout of my, my, my budget. Here's where I spend my money. If most of where they're spending money are fixed cost, it is very hard, very hard to put a plan together. Not impossible. Very hard. There will be some major life changes that have to happen because we've got to drive down the cost of some of those fixed costs. We can't change fixed costs. You're, you're locked into those. You're locked into them, but that is leading a lot of people to live paycheck to paycheck because they're, they're accumulating more and more fixed costs, leaving less wiggle room for them to actually make changes in their budget, right? So that's kind of that third thing that is driving people to live paycheck to paycheck. The next thing is flows hand in hand with that, but it's a lack of emergency savings. This is where I see many being the culprit of paycheck to paycheck living. Cause I'm just going to walk you through the cycle and you can see it right there on the screen. Life's going good. Everything is great. An emergency happens. Like your car breaks down some type of car, you know, malfunction. You put it on the credit card cause you didn't have any savings and you're like, but that's okay because it was only a $300 service and I'm going to get my next paycheck and I'm going to pay it off. Great plan. Great plan. Now, you put it on your credit card because you didn't have the savings and life goes back to good. Like everything's gravy. Everything's rolling, 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 rolling. Cars working good and expenses don't change. You pay, you start, you start getting ready to pay off the credit card. Boom. Another mercy happens. Sound familiar, right? You thought you were going to pay the credit card off, but now you're like, whoa, um, now I have this emergency. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to not put this one on the credit card. I'm going to try to use the money to pay this emergency because this is not as big of an emergency. This is like a small emergency of some kind, uh, like, like I don't know, um, water pipe bust, and it's only like 100 bucks to fix or something. I don't know. A uh, small leak, not a water pipe bust. That wouldn't be 100 bucks, but a little small leak, 100 bucks to fix. Okay, I, I'll make this one work. But that credit card is still sitting over there. And you're like, okay, cool. Lights going on. Boom, 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 boom. Bam, another emergency, big one, big emergency, medical bill slapped with it, 
throw it on the credit card, paying that one off, right? See the problem here? Because now we've got 1300 in credit card that we have, we're paying minimum payment on and life's going to start going good for about four months. And then boom, you're going to hit with another one. You pay the 1300 down to 1100 and now you add another 500. Now you're at 1600. You see the problem? It is a vicious, vicious, vicious cycle. Lack of emergency savings leads a lot of people to making very, very spontaneous decisions of putting things on credit cards with the intent to pay them off. I'm, I, I don't know a lot of people that have gotten into debt do, because they were just like, yep, I want to go into debt. Yep, I want to go into debt. Like It's normally this cycle that happens that puts people in debt. Lack of emergency savings drives a lot of that because there was no money to, to pay for that emergency. Now, I went through all of those and I want you to realize what I didn't say. I never said that people live paycheck to paycheck because they didn't earn enough. I never said that. Every single thing that I went through talked directly about how much they're spending, right? Stagnant wages and rising cost of living. Maybe you could you could throw that into how much money you earn, right? But you could still, regardless, you could still limit variable costs if they were in there to, to match inflation. So it's still more about how you're spending it. Overspending and poor budgeting habits, high fixed cost, lack of emergency savings, all of those things. Common mistake people make. They say this, if only I made a little more money, I would no longer live paycheck to paycheck. I have heard that countless times I know that song and dance. I got it. I know how it works. It is this fault. It is false in every sense of the imagination, because what I see time and time again is somebody will make more money without first addressing that they have an overspending problem, that they have a bad budgeting habits, that they don't they don't prioritize saving for that emergency fund, that they are you know consistently adding in new high fixed costs in their budget. They never once address why they were living paycheck to paycheck in the first place, they earn more money and their expenses match their income. Lifestyle creep kicks in, right? I know the song and dance. I've seen it time and time again, time and time again. More money will not fix your problem. More money will, will not fix your problem if you do not first address why you're living paycheck to paycheck. You've got to first address why you live paycheck to paycheck and more money will absolutely help you get out of that vicious cycle faster, but it will not fix your problem. So don't tell yourself that. Don't let yourself start to believe that because it's simply not true. If you do not address first why you live paycheck to paycheck, you will not change even with more money. You'll be right back paycheck to paycheck before you know it. So what can you do? If more money is not the thing, what can you do? Well, actually, uh, we're going to go through five steps that will help you stop living paycheck to paycheck. If you will pick these and walk through them, if you're not doing these already, this is very important to a, to a healthy financial life, not just stop living paycheck to paycheck. This is important to a healthy financial life, all five of these things. And if you will bring these and adopt these into your life, you will prosper with your personal finances. So what are they? Five easy, easy steps. Track your spending, reduce your expenses, increase your income, pay down debt, build an emergency fund. Those five things. 
If you will do those five things in no particular order, you will very much so stop living paycheck to paycheck. So the first one, track your spending. Use a budgeting app or a spreadsheet, something, but you need to track how much you are spending. That's how much you earn minus how much you spend, and that should not be a negative number. I'm not even getting into like zero base budgets or anything like that with you right now. What I'm saying is you need to track how much you earn minus how much you spend, and that should not equal a negative number, right? That should never be a negative number. Zero is as low as it should go. Now, we can get into zero-based budget. We can get into all that, telling every dollar where to go and all those things. But right now, you will not live paycheck to paycheck if that number is not negative. You will catch up. You will start to get into good financial practices. You will be okay. You need to use that budgeting, tracking of your spending, to identify areas to cut back. Where are you overspending? Where are you spending more than you're even comfortable looking at? Like a lot of people don't budget because they don't want to know. Well, I don't want to know that I spend a thousand dollars a month on eating out, right? I don't want to know that. So I just don't look at it, right? Feels better. Feels better that way. But we want to, we want to look at it. That's that first thing that, and it drives directly into reducing expenses. You need to look at your needs versus your wants, right? Call service providers, to lower rates, lowering rates can help, you know, you pay, pay the same, um, overall, like, like you get the same service, but you pay less, right. But, and you can make more progress. So if you were normally paying like on your credit card and you had like a 25% interest rate and you could get that down to like a 15% interest rate and keep paying the exact same amount, you'll pay them all faster and you'll have spent less in interest. Maybe we go back to that internet company call and you lower your internet bill, right? You just made a little extra money lower, like just track what you're spending and try to try to make some changes that will put you in the, in the positive, um, positive on your, on your expenses there versus your income limit dining out and discretionary funds, uh, discretionary purchases like subscriptions and shopping. I am seeing this eat away at people's budgets. I am seeing subscriptions and discretionary shopping spending like Amazon destroying budgets, destroying them. So if you don't monitor your expenses, you're probably already overspending in these categories and we need to get a hold of it. Budget, see where you're overspending, correct it, reduce those expenses. They can quickly get out of hand. Um, I'm going to come back to the increased income because I just I want to I talked a little bit of that about the increase your income earlier that that was not one of them. And I want to hit that last. So paying down debt. List your debts from highest to lowest and start paying them off. This is called a debt snowball. Go look up. I have many videos on debt snowball, but what this does is it helps you focus on making progress over perfection, right? There's this other debt payoff method out there where it focuses on interest rates and it's called debt avalanche. And I'm telling you that money financially, yes, could debt avalanche save you money? Yes. Only one out of 10 people finish the debt avalanche in comparison to the debt snowball. You have a, you, you're, you're nine times more likely to finish getting out of debt. If you just focus on the debt snowball, because you focus on progress over perfection. Yes. You may save financial money. That's not the thing. 
If, if, if you were so good financially, you the debt wouldn't be there. So so don't put yourself in a position to think, well, I'm just going to save an extra couple of dollars by doing this debt avalanche. No, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. Focus on the debt snowball and start paying those off on by balance, lowest to highest. List them out. Throw everything you got at it. Go check out one of my videos on debt snowball to get a really good in-depth walkthrough of how to set that up. Next thing is you build that emergency fund. We talked about the emergency savings being the reason a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. Go out there, save $500 to $1,000 initially to get yourself started. Over time, start to build that to three to six months of living expenses to help you know have a nice cushion for when um, emergencies happen, when things happen, you just need a little extra cash. Now, I told you I was going to come back to increase income. Increasing, and I, and I said this once and I'll say it again, increasing your income is not going to help you stop living paycheck to paycheck if you have an underlying problem that is holding you there, like overspending, like not having emergency savings. Like those those will keep you, get you right back to paycheck to paycheck, even if for a small second you're not paycheck to paycheck because of that new income. Over time, lifestyle creep will kick in and you'll be right back where you were. Now, what I will say is if you'll do those other four, tracking your spending, reducing your expenses, paying down your debt, and building your emergency fund, and then focus on increasing your income, you will prosper. It will be so beneficial. And this can be asking for a raise or find a higher paying job. This could be starting a side hustle like ride share driving or freelancing or something of that nature. This can help if you're monitoring expenses because you will not let them change. You will maintain that and let this new income be propelling you forward versus, you know, just increasing your expenses to now match it. But you can move forward a lot faster with more money. That is true. We just have to fix the underlying problems first. So just remember that. Just remember that. So that is the big key takeaways for you today. And I just wanted you to know that if you can do those things, you will be on the right track, but you've got to maintain progress. You've got to maintain progress, continue tracking and spending diligently. Be very deliberate about how you're spending your money. Automate bill pay, uh, payments and savings definitely helps improve, um, you know, just efficiency. Uh, if you think back to like, um, like when, whenever uh, Steve Jobs w- would always wear the black turtleneck, right? Because that's the one less decision he had to make. Automating things does make things easier. It's, it's a decision you don't have to think about. It's unconscious. So you can do you can do your savings like that. You can do your bill payments like that. You can do all of that like that. It just makes it easier. Auto payment, savings, less things you have to worry about. Avoid lifestyle creep uh, as, as income rises. Definitely will be something that will tear you away. But stay focused on long-term goals. Don't just think about like the tomorrow. Think about all the different things that you want to do over the coming years. Uh, if you'll focus on that, you will be in good shape. Uh, just right now, here for you to be successful, for you to be, for you to stand on top of the mountain and be debt-free, scream it out, be financially just living life great, where you're just not, no stress, no financial stress, no paycheck to paycheck living, no none of that, all of that gone. You've got to focus on the five things, specifically starting with the first two. You've got to budget and you've got to cut unnecessary expenses. You got to do those. You got to do those. If you will do that, I promise you, you will immediately feel 
that burden of finances just fall right off. Because once you're done with that, you track your spending through budgeting and you reduce your expenses, you will start to be able to pay down debt. You will start to be able to build that emergency fund, right? And then you can start to focus on increasing your income because you're fixing the underlying problems, right? So focus on that. Seek accountability from others. Really, really dive into this. And I promise you, you will not be living paycheck to paycheck much longer. Like you will fall out of that cycle and you will start to feel just so much of the stress that you've been living with fall right off. It'll be gone in no time. So hopefully you got something out of that. Uh, If there's ever a time where you just want a little extra help reaching those goals, looking at the budgeting, reducing the expenses, just head over to my website. Uh, So right over there, you can hit book now, middle of the screen, um, thefinancialmirror.org. Get a free consultation. It's about 15 minutes. Just sit down, just chat about what you're looking for and just see if if financial coach is right for you. If you do want to give extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop, pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. And all of that goes right back into the stream. And I do want to thank you for joining today. Uh, it's always a pleasure. This is some, This was an episode that I've been wanting to do just for the simple fact that this is something that affects so many people. You saw it, 61% of people are living paycheck to paycheck, right? And I just wanted to get this information out there because if that's you, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, I do want you to know that getting out of that cycle is possible, but it's going to take work on your behalf, right? It's going to take work on you to be able to get out of that. But once you're out, man, I'm telling you, it is freeing. You will feel free from all the stress that you've been feeling. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to share the podcast, share the episode with all of your friends and family members so that we can continue to grow the community and continue to educate people on money so they can make smarter financial decisions. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.